This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If at any point during the show you want more information, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll down to the radio part of the page. You can check out some past shows. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. That way you can make sure you don't miss anything. Now, Folks, most people are worried about how much money they have in their retirement accounts. Now, many people, though, forget to consider how much they'll be spending in retirement. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how we, about your spending in retirement and more importantly, how you can spend less. Yeah, and I'm not sure this is going to apply to me, uh, Matthew, because um, I don't think it matters how much I spend because I'm going to be spending your money. Well, that's a pretty good plan, isn't it? Yeah, I want you to fund my retirement. How about that? <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good topic. And obviously, uh, we all struggle sometimes with spending and knowing what we're going to have to spend or need to spend in retirement or is what we need to try to figure out. And I know that's what you help us do. And so we're going to talk about that some in the show today. But Matt, before we get into that, I have to ask how everything's going there at Compass. Everything's going great. I had one of those weeks where... You meet, I met with like three people who just had no idea how they were going to get into or through retirement. And we Isn't took that some most of us when we first come to you. It is a lot. It is a lot of people. Yes. It probably, probably most. Yes. But, um, just people who are just scared about it, you know, and, and just taking some of those first steps and the stress it takes off people's plates. It's one of those weeks where, although there was a lot of work, you're kind of energized at the end of the week. Cause you know, you help some people out and that's, those are my favorite weeks. Oh, that's awesome. See, I think that's great, man. And I know that you work so hard to help people and you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, and uh, I'm excited about talking uh, about this topic with you because uh, spending less is hard for most of us. But uh, my question is, is it different in retirement? Yeah, well, there's a kind of an inconvenient truth for retirement. It's likely you won't be able to spend like you did when you were working. Now, I like to think that for our clients, especially when we work with them early enough, we have our their spending plans in place and we don't have to do this. But the point of this show is uh, to be aware of it. If you haven't been planning for a long time, this this should be some pretty relevant information to you. You know, predicting what your expenses are going to be when your paycheck goes away, it's one of the more difficult pieces of retirement planning for a lot of people. And the main point is you're probably going to have to spend less. You could put pen to paper, try to map out all of your expenses, you know, for when you went, not, not now, but even for when you're done working, but you won't know how prepared you really are until you've officially retired and your paychecks have stopped. And here's a really, here's a bit of a surprise too. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they're going to spend in retirement. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's no surprise. Uh, 
not only do retirees then need to spend less, what you're saying is they're probably estimating too low on what they're going to need for expenses in retirement. Yeah, and it can get confusing for a lot of people. I'll give you a couple quick tips, I think, especially for the first year to retirement. If you can be disciplined enough to pay off your credit cards, pay everything with your credit card for the first year or two of retirement. You'll have a very detailed accounting of all your expenses, and it makes the planning for the rest of your retirement a lot easier. If you can, you do it the year or two before. Start now if you can. If you're not going to use your credit card, but start now getting a very detailed account of your expenditure your expenses. That way you can really tighten up on your spending plan for retirement. But let's slow down a little bit. Let's think about some of the ways expenses could decrease once we retire. I think that'll be a good way to get this going. Now, first of all, let's think about this one. Do you commute to work? A lot of people drive to work, and although more people are starting to work from home, the people retiring now are probably used to commuting to work. There's a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car, fuel, servicing, oil changes, et cetera. You have car insurance. There's a lot of retired couples, they'll just share one vehicle and sometimes use just one driver to save money on insurance. So it's, this isn't so much about the one-time windfall you get for selling the car as it is recurring savings you get during retirement because the little costs that come with owning a vehicle, those can be reduced. Well, and you said little costs, those, those can add up quickly. And I think it could be a substantial amount of savings right there. Yeah. And every little bit adds up. Another potential savings, downsizing your home. And this can really be a t touchy subject for a lot of people. A lot of people are really emotionally attached to the home they've raised their family in or they, they spent a lot of time and money working on it. So they do get really tied up in that, but your home can have plenty of little costs too. So when you retire, you know, your appliances don't stop aging. Your your refrigerator has an expiration date, just like the items inside it. But the fridge rarely lets you in on that secret. You know, it doesn't <laughs> tell you the day it's going to die. Wait a minute, New Matt. Is your refrigerator <laughs> talking to you? <laughs> Not when I wear my tinfoil hat. I'm more worried about you than I was before. <laughs> New appliances repairs, they should be calculated into your spending estimates. I know, you know, all our planning all there's we account for all this in our planning process so that we have this money built into people's spending plans these expenses for a lot of people they're often out of sight out of mind until something breaks so we'd like to plan ahead for it and if you're not working with a planner that's a great little step you can take yourself yeah that's huge and and the, the things you mentioned there those are two big ticket items downsizing your home and maybe eliminating one of your vehicles uh, what are other ideas for spending less in retirement? Well, how about spending below your means? Now, that could be one of the oh, more valuable. come on. You, you don't actually <laughs> expect me to do that. Most people don't. I'm but... <laughs> just using our own government as my example. <laughs> it could be one of the most valuable tools in your retirement planning toolkit, though. If you're close to retirement age or you're already there, there's a really good chance your parents were experts at spending below their means. You know, those who grew up during the Great Depression, they had to practice, you know, spending discretion out of necessity. So without even realizing it, you probably had great role models for managing your spending. I know like my mother and my grandmother, the paper bag I would use for lunch, boy, was that paper bag nice and soft before it ever, you know, it felt like cloth before that thing was given away. Same thing as some of the tinfoil, you know, it's a, there's a, a author, uh, Kenton Waits did it, did in his moneytalknews.com article, 10 money lessons I learned from my depression era dad. And there's some great things in there. Wow. Well, what are some of those tips then that he mentions? 
Well, there's two I think that he learned from his father that really stick out. First, an income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in spending. You know, Waite's father was a firm believer in saving extra money from pay increases rather than spending it on a new car or a bigger home. And it's a great, great concept. Some individuals increase the percentage of their paycheck dedicated to their 401k when they receive a raise or they invest it smarter. You know, it's a great way to save more while not impacting your take home percentage. Raises are a great way to put additional money away for your future. Yeah, I would imagine. So what's the other lesson that he learned from his depression era dad? Uh, the other one I thought was pretty valuable was that saving is as potent as income. Mm. Now, many people strive to maximize income, but salaries are not totally in our control. Unless you're self-employed and you're in total control of your paycheck, this is sometimes you know this is often has more control from someone else. So what we spend is completely in our control. But income and saving are equally important. We have more control over our spending and budgeting than we do on income. Oh wow. So, and that lesson certainly ties into our episode, Spending Less in Retirement. Now, unfortunately, uh, we need to take a, a little break here so you can let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. I, I'm sure some of our listeners out there have questions about this topic and maybe uh, would like to sit down with you. And I know you have a special offer for them. Yeah, I can only imagine everybody is sitting there right now going, but how do I talk to them in person? So I'll let you know. Good. <laughs> you can call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online, compass-ltd.com. Well, either way you do that, go to the website and then go to the top left-hand part of the page. There's a thing there called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. So it's an 11-question self-assessment tool. Click on that, fill that out. It's a great way to get this discussion started. And you take that, schedule no cost, no obligation, initial consultation. And you sit down, we take the results of that little assessment, and we talk about the steps you need to do to put this comprehensive financial plan in place and get this spending plan like we're talking about today in place for you as well. Wow, that sounds great. Now, listeners, today we're talking about spending less in retirement. And as we discussed before that little uh, break there, so uh, we could give you the contact info, spending is one of the few things that you can control uh, with your finances and in retirement. So when we're working to spend less in retirement, Matthew, what else do we need to be considering? Well, we did a really long and boring show on this next topic, so let's hit it real quick on this topic and make it a little more exciting. How about <laughs> focusing financially uh, and preparing for healthcare in retirement? Uh, yeah, healthcare. We could do a series of many, many shows uh, yeah. on healthcare because of the crazy costs, and it, it is a crisis. But healthcare in retirement is critical, and um, boy, if you, I would assume uh, people are paying quite a bit for healthcare, right? Yeah, it's impossible to predict what the future is going to bring, but there's a 2018, it was a time.com article. Here's how much the average couple will spend on healthcare costs in retirement. And they reported that the average couple retiring in 2018 would need an estimated $280,000 to cover their healthcare and medical expenses in retirement. That was a 2% increase over 2017. Wow. Well, that's a big number to plan to spend in retirement. Yeah, and it doesn't even account for things like long-term care, home health aids, assisted living facilities, or even most dental work. So $280,000 plus the rest of that stuff. Oh. You know, some A lot of that stuff is, is that I just said isn't even covered by Medicare. So that number is likely to increase when you factor in uncovered expenses. Wow. 
Well, and that's something that certainly needs to be considered when we're thinking about retirement expenses. Uh, a number you said like 280000 that that uh, definitely would impact almost anybody's budget. Yeah, it certainly would. There's another thing I want to talk about that isn't covered much in, in the retirement content I've seen, and it's also something a lot of financial advisors don't fully take into account, and that's the boredom factor in retirement. Now, retirement's great, but the good thing about having a job is that you've got a good chunk of your day plan, and there's you know the old adage, when you're not making money, you're spending it. And I love this saying because it can be very true for early retirees. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. So- is there anything that can help us stick to a budget, help retirees out there stick to a budget or a Besides, you know, besides taking control of your life and, and using self-control, sure, there's some other tools we could, but, ah, but, I see where, you, know, I see but where yeah. you went with that. That was kind of a personal dig on me, I think. That's, oh, Tony, I, it was. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, one thing that helps a lot of retirees stay on track with their budgeting is, is finding an inexpensive hobby that'll help them socialize and find structure. You know, of course, the schedule probably won't be as rigid as the one you maintained when you were working, but that's fine. If you're someone who still maintains a really high degree of activity into your 70s, you might end up having your costs go up in retirement. I mean, think about it. You just gained 40 extra hours a week. Wow. I mean, that's huge. And uh, now, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get help with managing that? Uh, I know you work with them on a plan for lifestyle in retirement, for spending, uh, asset allocation, uh, income. So how can they get that complimentary consultation? Go to the website, top left-hand corner, click on the color of money risk analysis. The website's compass-ltd.com or call us 800-339-9252. There's a few people left in the world that don't have internet access or don't care to, you know, do that online. We'll just, we'll send it to you and we'll, we'll still either way, come up with the results from the little assessment, and then you just come in. No cost, no obligation, initial consultation, we sit down and we'll talk about how we put all these things together and what your particular process looks like. Because it's, it's different for everyone, Tony. Everyone's going to have a different path forward. Well, sure. And uh, listeners, you're listening right now to The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And spending less in retirement is our topic today. Um, and Matthew, you've looked at some ways for us to spend less from downsizing our home, maybe removing a vehicle from our budget, and some lessons that could be learned from some of those Depression-era loved ones who are experts uh, at uh, saving money. And you've talked about some good options and ideas. Uh, what else do you have for us today? I, I This is, of all the things that I've, I've talked about so far, this next one is, I think, perhaps the most useful, but probably the hardest one for everybody to do regularly. If this one last tip, it's not just for retirement age viewers, the earlier you start doing this one trick, the better off you're gonna have your entire, I think, overall life period, and that's get yourself in shape. Make an effort to reduce the chance of chronic illness by exercising regularly, getting that heart rate up. Center for Disease Control, an adult dies from cardiovascular disease-related health conditions like heart attacks every 40 seconds. Wow. So these deaths account for 31% of all U.S. deaths each year. The cost is $317 billion a year for cardiovascular disease. That's split between you know medical costs and lost productivity. Those numbers are staggering. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, those numbers are really alarming. 
Yeah, with the types of costs too, the healthier you are, the better your overall financial picture will likely be in retirement. Not to mention being able to spend more of your golden years with your loved ones and perhaps ticking down some of that $280,000 your average people are going to spend in on healthcare in their retirement. Yeah. So you're saying getting healthy and staying healthy can actually save us money. Yeah, think about it. First of all, it's a relatively inexpensive hobby to have. It's something you can do at home anywhere you are. And for some, you know, if if you're someone who's been exercising for a long time, you might have the same muscle health as someone a 30 year age. There was a December 2018 story on NPR's Morning Edition. You can find it online at NPR.com under the title Exercise Wins. Fit seniors can have hearts that look 30 years younger. There was a recent study shows that muscles from a 75-year-old lifetime exerciser resemble the muscles of a 25-year-old. <laughs> That's crazy. So are you saying that if we've been exercising our whole lives, uh, you might have found the fountain of youth there? <laughs> that may might be a little bit too far, but there's really strong evidence of exercise benefits. You forget, there's an easy way to think about it. Oh, what about that guy that was jogging and dropped dead? Yeah, that happens occasionally, but it's way more likely that your 30 to 60 minutes of exercise is going to be a vital part of your healthy life. Even just 30 to 45 minutes of walking a day can have substantial health benefits. And unfortunately, most people in the United States are not getting nearly enough exercise. Well, yeah, now you sound like my wife and my doctor. Diet and exercise, <laughs> Tony. Diet and exercise. <laughs> and well, I, think, the- I think that last statement's true, too. I mean, uh, a lot of us aren't getting enough exercise. The last time I exercised, Matt, was during the Carter administration. So, I a lot of people um, are not getting enough. There's the federal physical activity guidelines. Um, th- there's some key guidelines for adults. They should move more and sit less throughout the day. You know, some physical activity is better than none. And adults who sit less and do any amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity, they gain some health benefits. Now, if you want substantial health benefits, you should do at least 150 minutes. That's two hours and 30 minutes or up to 300 minutes, which is five hours a week of moderate intensity, or even 75 minutes to 150 minutes. So it's like an hour and 15 to about two and a half hours of vigorous, intense aerobic physical activity. So it's the equivalent combination of moderate and vigorous intensity aerobic activity. Preferably aerobic activity should be spread throughout the week. Don't just do one day and get yourself out of breath and think it's enough. But getting that regular exercise is all the difference. Well, I bet it is, and I think I have a a great workout plan for our listeners. Go Uh, for it. I mean, obviously, our show here, it's about 30 minutes long, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, the Financial Compass, the the show and the podcast. So I suggest, you see where I'm going with this? They can work out to our show. I think I hear you. Hey, you play each episode. It's like a soundtrack for your body, mind, and your finances. Sounds like a pretty good workout. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, listeners, subscribe to our show as a podcast. Listen to it on your phone. Anywhere you go, when you're on that treadmill, uh, you can hear the silky smooth sounds of Matthew Brunner's voice. I mean, yeah, n- nothing gets the heart pounding like a good discussion of Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are important topics, but yeah, it's uh, it would be kind of funny to work out to a financial show, but. I, I guarantee you out there there's people that have done it, Matthew. Oh, hey, listen, I work out to podcasts all the time. It's a great way to maximize your time. You can multitask, you can get your exercise in, and you're learning something. It, so I think it's a win-win. Awesome. 
Well, hey, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? I'll reiterate, go to the website, go to the top left-hand corner, fill out the color of money risk analysis, and then schedule some time to sit down and talk. We can do it via Skype or FaceTime, GoToMeeting, or you can do it in person. But what an easy way to get started. It's just a self-assessment questionnaire, and then we sit down. It doesn't, that first complimentary consultation. It's a reason it's called complimentary consultation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You can get some good ideas and you can work with me. You can work with another planner, another person who's going to take care of those things that help you get that life you want now, keeping an eye on that life you want in the future. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for the Financial Compass Radio Show with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to the Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 86. 6991-1539. Member FINRA SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.